Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tech for Tech Tech Talk. This is a live show where we help your IT business grow. Today, we're going to be talking about the energy crisis. I've got two guests on the show tonight. We've got the boss, we've got Jenny, and we've also got Cormac on the show as well, who is the king of Ireland. So not only you got the boss, you've got the king as well. Right, Jenny, if you'd like to introduce yourself, let us know who you are, what you do, and so forth, and then I'll move on to Cormac. But just before we do that, if anyone is watching, please comment, let us know if you can hear us, we sound okay, and so forth. Otherwise, we just don't want to be sitting here just talking to ourselves for the next hour. So again, please comment in the comment section, let us know who you are and where you're viewing from, and we'll give you a shout out. So Jenny, if you would like to start us off. Hi, I'm Jenny. I'm the owner of Tech for Techs, and you may not hear from me a lot, but um, some of you have, will have seen me in the reviews that we do. Uh, most of the time, I'm behind the camera, though, and doing the editing and all the fun jobs that Phil doesn't want to do. <laughs> so that's basically my role. Well, thank you for that. Jen, do you have a tip or a story for today? I do have a little story. Um, Elon Musk, our friend at Tesla, uh, as some of you may know him, has offered to buy Twitter. Now, he is offering uh, $54.20 per share. And you might think, well, that doesn't sound like a lot. But that's valued at around $40 billion. That's a lot of money. That's billion uh, with a B. Billion. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he he says, if his offer is not accepted, he will reconsider his position as a shareholder. So it looks like he's giving them an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. Sounds interesting. Uh, let's quickly go to chat. So we've got Paul saying evening all. We've also got Alison saying good evening, looking and sounding good. Yeah, Alison, I do know I look good and I sound good, but I won't say that while Jen's around. She might tell you off. Okay. She was talking oh, to me, great. sir. No, she was talking to me. <laughs> no, she couldn't see you. You were hidden. <laughs> no problem. Let's move on to Cormac then. So Cormac, introduce yourself. Let everyone know who you are, what you do, and if you've got a tip story for us today. Hello, Paul. Hello, Alison. That's people who commented. Uh, sir, I'm Cormy. Uh, I'm I'm uh, a man in Ireland, basically. Uh, and uh, life's good in the hood. Uh, Jen, about your story first. Mr. Mosk is trolling, um, without a doubt, with his price, uh, 54.20, which he's making his four, usual 4.20 uh, references, which is his cannabis references. And you know what? I say he's playing with the stock market again. Um, I really respect Mr. Musk for what he's doing, but hey, he is trolling on this particular one. Um, that's my view on it. Um, sure, he could dump the stock and make money. Sir, sure, you have that much money. Um, so that's my view on that one anyway. Um, yeah, actually, my, I just lost my tip. My tip of the week is a strange one. It's... Uh, I don't know have you, uh, who here is using uh, Synchro MSP. I'm using Synchro MSP. If you were a Synchro MSP employee, employee yesterday or a staff member, you were under a lot of pressure because they messed up big time on an update. Um, and, you know, they got hammered, hammered, hammered. And, you know what, I, to be honest, I thought a lot of it was a bit unfair. They messed up, they messed up, and it was it was difficult enough obviously for stores that were bigger and bit easier than mine but you know what it, like what i found a bit strange about it we're all in this business you know and um it happens to people at times but i think synchro handled it very well they sent out an email and they 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 didn't hide they didn't go to contact you know like some businesses they held up their hands and went look this is a this is this is our fault, and you know what more? Do you want blood off a company at that stage? You know, one of our suppliers in Ireland rang rang me on a, a Thursday around half five quarter to six, and it was only one screen. He rang and he said, "Look," he said, "that screen that you had ordered is, you know, is not coming in, and we had a, there was a mix up, you know, 
and I went, uh, we'll call him Steve. And I said, Steve, sure, that's not a problem. I said, that's not a problem. And I explained it to Gosper. And he goes to me, he said, I just got abused in the other 10 phone calls that I, I did before that. And I said, well, why would this is a wholesaler? I said, why, am I, why would I abuse you? I, you know, I have to, this happens to me with customers as well. And sometimes I found, I just found it, the synchro did a bit upset in the sense that we all make mistakes. These things happen. People got their data back after a while. And I just think, you know what? I just found it. Anyway, I'm very happy with synchro and I've always been very happy. That's my... Right, that's very good. I'm going to say that that goes for repair shopper users as well because it's the same company. We we did have issues logging in, which caused a few issues, but uh, no one died. Let's put it yeah. that way. That, so, um, you know what? That's a that's a that's a great way of looking at it. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's um yeah, it was the inconvenient yeah, but things happen. I can understand that. It's just if it was like a con- constant thing where it will go down one day and then it was working another and then down another and. Well, Whatever, then that'll be, a... you know. Yeah, yeah. But they, they they've admitted that there was an issue when they're sorting it out, which is pretty good. Uh, let's have a look. Paul says, "Last thing we need is billionaires throwing the toys out the pram with everything else going on in the world." Yeah, I must admit, Paul, um, that's the last thing we need at the moment. I know Elon's a little bit um, eccentric, temperamental, yeah. eccentric. <laughs> uh, there's a few different names for him. Being polite, but uh, yeah, so he's good in some senses, but yeah, he does seem to. Uh, get a little bit dramatic now and again i always like how he um says he's the founder of tesla um even though he's not um that one always gets me uh yeah. but uh, I, 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 I don't i actually don't i like him and i, I agree yeah. with what, he has, what he has done but i don't want him in control of twitter he is enough wise already i don't want him on the board okay. i don't want to go on twitter it's kind of like he will own the whole platform to talk and say whatever he wants and do whatever he wants want another bit in there I think Jeremy Clarkson should buy it. <laughs> okay. That would be interesting. Yeah. Now, don't I get do. me wrong. Talk about freedom of speech. You can yeah. say anything. <laughs> That's you won't stop him. Um, but, yeah, don't get me wrong. I haven't got um, anything really against Elon. Um, the world obviously needs people like him to keep on turning, um, even though he might be a little bit eccentric. But then again, most People who have got billions generally are. Mm. Uh, not many sane billionaires out there. <laughs> this is the reason why they get many, lots of money. Right. Okay. Let me go to my tip of the day. Um, not a huge amount on the tech industry wise going on, in all honesty. Um, but we do have a new AMD processor, what's just come out, which has got 3D cache and all this, that, and the other. Um, but what it basically does. Um, is it beats out Intel on the gaming side of things. So that means that uh, uh, it's took the crown off of Intel, basically, on gaming. Don't get me wrong, for content content creation and product uh, productivity and stuff like that, it's still probably lagging behind a bit on a few things. But, uh, uh, but for the gaming side, the new AMD 5800X 3D, as it's called, um, which is a Ryzen chip, uh, is the new top dog. Otherwise, uh, we have got to show this video first before I go any further. Windows 11, powerful, productive, and profitable for resellers. Windows 11 was built with usability, efficiency, and security in mind, reimagining the way a PC should work. Windows 11 has been beautifully simplified with a streamlined UI it's simple to upgrade. VIP is your destination for genuine Windows 11. Contact your VIP account manager for the latest price and bundle deals. Talking about VIP and Microsoft, we will be having another show with Microsoft on the, let me get it right, the 19th of May, all about piracy. So this should be an interesting one. It was the main topic of the last show we had with Microsoft. So we're definitely going to be talking about it even more and probably going even more in depth. So I definitely make sure you tune in for that one. And again, thank you for Microsoft and VIP for sponsoring the show because it makes it possible. So there we go. So uh, let's just double check the chat. We've got Daniel Stride saying, sorry, I used the wrong account. How are we all tonight? Uh, well, I'm doing fine. Thank you, Daniel. I hope you're doing well. And I think Jenny and Cormac are doing well as well. Hey, what's the weather like over there, Cormac? Is it nice and warm like it is here? 
Uh, yeah, it's okay. Uh, for well, it's nice. Yeah, I don't know. I'm getting over COVID. We had for the last couple of weeks, so uh, oh dear. Uh, so everything was cold for a while, but we're glad we're all good in the hood here. Okay, that's good. It's not raining potatoes or anything, then, is it? No, not yet. No, okay. Right. Okay. Just uh, while we're on about shows, we do have a few shows coming up. We're pretty much near enough booked up until um, all the way up to Tech Max. Um, so next week we're going to have a Tech Max special. So we're going to be talking about what's going off at Tech Max. We're going to tell you about all all the things what are going off, what we can do. We'll tell you about the vendors, uh, the layout, and any questions you've got. Um, ask them next week. There, if you are wanting to go, I will warn you now. Though, if you're wanting a ticket, we're totally sold out of the evening tickets, but we've still got some daytime tickets left. When I say some, I literally mean some. We're down to less than a quarter left. So, if you are wanting a daytime ticket, I suggest you get it ASAP because I do know that some of the vendors and distributors will be asking, obviously, their customers to come as well. So that will reduce, the, um, obviously, the amount of tickets available. So if you are wanting to go and you haven't got tickets, please don't leave it to the last minute and ask me, can I have a ticket? Because once they've gone, they've gone. It's as simple as that. Um, right. So after that, the week after, we've got Streamfly, I think it's called, or how they're pronounced, but basically they do streaming software. We've also got Aruba on the next week uh, after that with Target. We've got WardWiz after that as well. Um, with CMS, that's um, a security vendor. Uh, we've also got, obviously, the Microsoft show we've just mentioned. We're going to have Replace Base on as well. Uh, we'll have a pre-show for the TechMax on as well. So we've got quite a few shows coming up, so make sure you keep tuned in. Um, doo -doo -doo. Uh, Daniel, you bought your ticket. That um, I'll sort that out later. Just send me a message, and I'll resend your ticket for you. But basics is, as, as long as you've got your, your name and ID, you, you will be able to show up if you haven't got your ticket, as long as you know you've definitely got one. So um, obviously don't show up without on one. The day. I will have a printout on the day of all names and yeah. what was spent uh, as far as tickets. So um, I will know who bought what and... And, and all that so at least bring an id as phil said and we'll get something sorted out in the meantime yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure though daniel if i see you at the door and you're trying to get in you and got a ticket i'll probably tell you to go away on a kid and i'll let you in but um but yeah you'll be fine so uh but um if you do want the ticket specifically just let us know and i'll get it resent to the email address you registered with um right okay let's get on to the main topic uh then so energy crisis or energy prices or whatever you want to call it is obviously as everyone knows the prices have gone up drastically for fuel petrol electric gas you name it which is affecting everything else as well so what we're going to do is talk about that tonight is and how people are coping and what's gone off with them i know cormac's got a few stories about it so i'll probably go to him first um but if you've had any experiences, let's just say you've had new quotes for electricity or they have gone up, let us know how much they've gone up by um, and stuff like that. Because I know, luckily, our store, we've got a set contract for another two years. We're sort of okay for now. But I know our home electric bill, pretty much it's doubling um, from the first of next month. So it's a huge price increase. Uh, so obviously, which makes you think about leaving the lights on and stuff, which it should turn off anyway, but still. So if you've got any views on that, please comment in the comment section. Right, let's go over to Cormac first. Let's talk about your problems you've been having. The problems that you know, the well, Lipton's grand, but I tell you, I do opinions on the energy crisis now. And uh, I'm not a, I'm not a financial analyst or anything like that, but I did uh, in the last recession in 2008, if we're not calling this a recession yet or so, my my job went uh, and I had a big house mortgage and it took me a long while to get back on my feet because I had to retrain and come back to be a tech. And it also made me weary of taking loans and this sort of stuff. So, you know what? So that's that's kind of where my background, maybe I, I'd be a bit a bit overcautious about things. But anyway, um, you're talking about the price of uh, stuff going up and how it will affect business. The last day I stopped in the garage on the way home, um to get fill up my my car with diesel 
And uh, usually it's probably 70 euro for a fill. It came to 95 euro. So that's 25 euro more. Okay. Now I went in to buy a bag of coal as well. And the coal was gone up for, from 12.50 to, uh, I don't know, 18.50 or something. So that was an extra 30 euro. On, on, don't, on a, don't they have electricity in Ireland? Oh, Jesus. But we just, we bonfires, <laughs> bonfires. But I love my fire. And that was 30 euros that that went up, okay? And actually, if you really, <laughs> I like my candles as well. And I was buying some of that candles for health. They went up uh, 250. That's there's another thing. But where that where that affects us and affects the region is that that's one person now. You're multiplying that by a family. You're, you're talking, and I saw Phil's poll during the week, okay, about business being up and down. Today, at 2 o'clock, I got a delivery, and I went out to Paul, my delivery man. I went, hey, Paul, how are you doing? Now, Paul, in the last couple of years, when COVID hit, Paul has been the busiest person. We were all locked down, so I was not driving around, and I, there was only a few people driving around at the time, and I would see Paul all the day, every day on the road, passing, and we were saying hello. He... But he was so, so busy. And we were busy as well. And this and that. And Paul's been all, always up to one. So I said to Paul today, I said, Paul, how's it going? And this is at two o'clock today. And he goes, I'm going home. He said, I'm going home for the day. And I looked at them and I went, what do you mean you're going home? And he goes, uh, yeah, that's it. I have no more deliveries. And I just looked and I stopped. And I went, Paul, you just gave me more of a financial insight into what's going on around here than listening to any analysts out there. Um, a few years back, and I don't want to talk politics now, but when Mr. Trump in America was, before they thought he was going to be elected, I was watching one guy talking, in the, and, and he said, Trump will be elected. And they were everyone was saying, no, 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 no. And he said, no, I was talking to the taxi men, and they're all vote. And the point is that the people on the street, sometimes it's better to nearly listen to them than what's been said by people in, in financial institutions who are not self-employed and getting a wage or this and that. And that delivery man taught me an awful lot, a lot about what's going on there. Why is certainly people not buying? Because the money's not there. Now, we had a staff of five, I such, one part-time, but two people moved on wages, whatever is. I decided not to replace them um, because I saw this coming down. I was talking to bigger businesses out there. And they went, you know what? We're getting ready for a storm. Now, this is not my first recession. This is it. We're, we're in a good business around here. And what we do, and ye people watching are a good business. And um, if I was making cupcakes and all that sort of business, now I would be worried people don't have, won't have money to spend. But yeah, and I was, my biggest client, um, I went in, I said, look, where we might need a new computer for, for a particular person. And he's not mean with money. He's a very sensible man. He said, Cormac, can we look at doing that one up? Because he said, we're, we're looking at, there's a storm coming. And I said, you know, something I'm with you on this one. We will, we'll battle down the hatches. And we'll, we'll uh, you know, I've worked with him for years. I said, we'll battle down the hatches. We'll do it. And we'll get through this. Now, that's my view on what's happening out there, okay? Other people are going to come in and say that, yeah, we're busy, we're busy, we're busy. But I feel that at this present moment in time, I can't raise my prices anymore. Last year, three or four months ago, you know what? Everyone's raising the prices out there. So it's easy to say to customers, I'm sorry, but the stock is after getting more expensive. But that excuse, you can't go any further with that excuse now. That excuse is there. It's finished. That's it. And it's, it's, I just don't know. I, I just feel like this, it's real, real money that people are paying at the moment out there. And, and that's my particular view on what's happening at the moment, you know? Yeah, I totally understand you there. I'm going to say we've, we put our prices up uh, beginning of January as well. And we're like, well, we can't put them up again already. It's like, we're just going to have to eat it at the moment sort mm. of thing. And pretty much we've got back to what we were doing last year, if you know what I mean. So, okay, we're still, still, still charging the same price, but we just, just, there's no way we can put it up and keep putting it up. Don't get me wrong, there are people around us who have, and I'll probably keep an eye on it and just make sure we're the same constant price. But it doesn't seem right that we've just done it a few months ago and doing it again. So, uh, so yeah, totally agree there. Um, just go to what um, Paul says. He says he's, it's going to be cheaper for him to live in his shop now. 
He's contracted for three years at a low rate in September, just gone. So yeah, that sounds daft. But yeah, you got a three year contract in your store. You can stay in there cheaper than you can at home. What what would be good? I'm going to say uh, if you if your house was quite close by, you could run a really large extension lead. I suppose <laughs> probably probably breaking some sort of law and probably electrocute yourself in the process. But I suppose Did that's one way of doing it. Do not try this boys and girls. Yeah. Um, well, if anyone does, well, I won't say anything else. But he's also saying that um, everyone on his estate we have uh, the shop on is saying the same thing. Since the start of the month, there has been a drop in trade, which, uh, yeah, I'm going to say we've seen the drop in trade as well, to be honest with you. Uh, we're definitely below normal. Uh, we did a poll in the Tech for Techs group, and I think out of the around about 50 people who have took part, uh, 32 are saying they're basically below normal, 10 are saying they're busy, 9 are saying they're normal, and there's a couple saying they're well below normal or dead. Uh, so basically two-thirds, nearly three-quarters are saying that they're down on trade um, compared to what they were, would be expecting. So, um, But yeah, I must admit, a lot of customers are just not wanting to spend. We've been lucky. I think our numbers are probably lower than they actually are because we've had some big jobs. Um, but if we didn't have those big jobs, we'd probably be down quite a bit, to be honest with you. So I won't say dead, but not far off it. Um, Facebook user is saying dead here, two jobs this month. So yeah, that, that's that's appalling. You can't you can't really pay the bills on that. Um, so Carl's saying the same. I'm glad the drop in trade is not just him. Um, yeah, I think realistically i think most people are feeling it one way or the other uh, obviously there's always exceptions to the rule you might just have a few good clients which suddenly spend a lot of money which takes you above that but there, a lot of places are struggling i think unfortunately which if I can just is a bit of a nightmare in. yeah feel free to um, i've noticed in the shop people that normally get their laptops and towers repaired they're just not able to get it done they are they say well what i'll do is i'll hang on to it and when i get my money i'll bring it back to you for repair they just don't have the money right now to get it repaired mm. that's the long and the short of it they've got to decide whether they pay a bill or eat or get the computer sorted and a lot of times we're the ones that are suffering because well of the three we're kind of like the lesser needed hate to say it in in most people's lives so yeah, yeah but that that is true but of the three they, they, yeah but of the three we will be the least on that one but out of 10 tens we might be higher than a lot of tens people computers their businesses business customers still are going to have problems they're still going to be the back to school people or 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 local schools started selling chromebooks they went with it. They didn't even get on to us. They went with a different company. We came in and blew them out of the market with price because I also went, you know what? All these people are kind of our customers anyway. And I thought long term, and um, we got goodwill for coming in with such a cheap price to go for all this thing. But so I, I do feel like we can be negative on this podcast, but I also feel that we are and our trade is in a very good thing compared to other trades, you know. But I say they may, and this is business advice, and we get not all business people are respect outside there. And they tend the best, the biggest challenge now at the moment is cost controls. It's cost controls, cost controls. It's like going to me, it's like we're going to be going through a little bit, a little bit of a storm, but it's not our first recession. It's not a thing we know when come out the other side, and it's just to, you know, sail through it without uh, going crazy, you know. But I don't That's you know. That. Yeah, you know that like so I don't want people at home sitting now going, sweet Jesus, we're gonna go crash. We are not, we're all gonna be grand because we're in a good uh profession to be in. Um but yeah, we're not gonna be selling as much, you know. No, yeah. it's not, it's not gonna happen. Like you know yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah, I found a few customers and the like they have got money in the bank account, but they just don't want to um, spend it because they go, they're hearing everyone going, it's doom and gloom and everything, which is causing them, even though they've got money, not spending the money. I know when I've been in the store, when I'm selling stuff, where people would normally come in and say, buy, we usually have like a, a deal. You buy three ink cartridges, uh, three sets of ink. It works out cheaper than buying them individually. Normally, they come in and buy three ink sets of inks. Now they're coming in and just buying 
one at a time, basically, and they're just not spending as much money. Um, they don't go realize the... that there's they're actually spending more by buying individual ink cartridges than they would be by buying one set at least. Mm-hmm. So you know when they come in and buy like say two blacks, well you could you could save money on just buying a set if you get what I'm saying. It just it doesn't yeah. work out. Yeah, well, if you're buying three individuals, they work more expensive than four. Well, four they, 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 then it's not to be thinking like totally negative about it. This is also a time to shine. This is also a time where everyone is feeling the squeeze out there. You can come out with brownie points by, you know, I'm not saying on the cotton, don't do that. Keep the prices where you are. We need to live. But I definitely, in my advertising, I am going to be a support shop local shop local as in get in with the you know around the place with the idea as we want to keep our local shops open why are we giving our money to the bigger stores you know um and that's even in, even in your conversations with customers i will say thank you for shop local i would say i always go up to my local bookstore to buy to buy books you know i will say that to the customers i would Put in little notes when you're putting out things, you know, as you know, we do the sweets with them. Little notes, thank you for shopping local. Local, local, local. Because no one wants local businesses to go out and go under. So to me, it's an opportunity just to cement local, high quality, good service. Pick up the phone, we'll answer, you know? Yeah, that, that's pretty good. I'm going to say some sort of... Uh, um shop local if they buy from you you sort of support your local community as well in the, the same process so yeah i totally agree there it's a time to uh if you see that you are helping everyone else out in a tough time then obviously when times get good those people will obviously will. will remember that and remember you and go oh those are the guys what helped us out with a b c d so might be good ideas to um try and do some stuff with your local community, your local community centres, churches, whatever, um, and basically do a talk about security, how they need to look out for scams or something along that line. Do it for free. The other thing, the service for free. The other thing I would, I would, and again, the ye have would have more business knowledge than me. But the other thing that I turned around to Neve today and said, Neve, you know something? We are becoming strict, strict, and like I've always been strict, but I mean. I don't give 30 days. I would like my invoices to be paid when, when it, it, for a business, when we give it to within reason. We need a cash flow. Also, I don't want any business out there own a lot of money. And then, no, they, they just be a lot stricter. Even if, like, you don't have to give away your secrets or anything. Say for cash flow, we want our money now straight away. That's yeah. not a problem. Usually we'll show up to companies. They'll be screaming a lot, saying our computers don't. We show up, and that's one of my businesses said to me. I said, Dave, I appreciate you for your prop payment. And he goes, but you are here every time we ring you. And that makes it sense. You know what? If plumbers come to their house, the plumbers don't walk out without being paid. Fucking three, three weeks later, sorry. There, that's just got to stand off happen. There we go. Sorry about that. Don't worry. We'll we'll just blame these Irish fugs and stuff like that. Um. So so yeah. So to- totally agree. There is um. You, you we always do the thing of basically if we're ordering parts, you pay before we order. Uh. If uh. So if they're having a PC or whatever, or if it's like an on-site job, they pay on the day basically. Um. Otherwise, and you pay in take full before I order, not half, yeah. not a percent. You pay in full before I order. Yeah, we made that clear from the start for whether it's a business or a consumer. Um, but yeah, let's just quickly go through chat because I think uh, it's been going on quite a bit there. Just to anyone who is in chat and the name's not coming up, um, just make sure you type in um, or click on this link in chat if it's showing up. I'll put it on the screen as well. Um, just type that in. Where you Once you click that link, it'll say, do you allow Facebook to show your name? If you press that, then your name will show up on the live chat so we know who's talking. So let's quickly uh, go through. Um, so let's have a look. So we've got Facebook user. I'm not doing little jobs for free now. Has to be a minimum fee. Post not doing many jobs. 
on min fee anymore. Yeah, we, we basically say minimum fee for the bench at all is what we class as diagnostics. Sometimes, obviously, if it's something we just do over the counter, it's going to be 30 quid, basically. So uh, uh, that's the bare minimum. But the standard bench fee is like 60 quid. So we, uh, we generally, unless it's just diagnostics to have or something simple as in like pressing a button or something like that, then it'll be the minimum fee. Um, if they went anywhere else, they'd have to pay for it. They've come to you expecting to pay for it. So uh, obviously, if it's something what's under warranty or something like that, we may turn a blind eye now and again, or it's a good customer on a contract. Um, but yeah, just do charge people. They expect to be charged. And a lot of times, they'll, you'll charge them that at like 20, 30 quid or whatever, and they're extremely happy to pay it. So uh, they sometimes think that you're going to pay, uh, they're going to charge the full amount or whatever. Um, so Carl says, let's have a look, replying to the last message, replying to Facebook user, same here, decided to bring in a small job charge of 25 quid for these jobs that I would normally have said, don't worry. Yeah, basically similar thing we're doing um, now, which is it's basically the same, 30 quid. So yeah, uh, definitely agree. Um, Paul saying, got a Chromebook in for screen replacement. The customer's son needs it for school. Another business told her it would be easy just to replace it. The total cost uh, difference was about £100 from repair to new. So, yeah, you could take that either way, to be honest. Depends on the age of the Chromebook and so forth. If it's an old one, then I might suggest, yeah, you'd be better getting a new one. But if it's fairly new and it works, it's one of them things. You could always offer it a trade-in on it and then bear it and then sell it as new, um, sell it as refurbished or something. That's always an option as well. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, Facebook users say minimum 25 um, as well. We've also got Carl saying on the ink side we are phasing out the multi packs, but offering uh, we're phasing out multi packs, but offering multi pack prices on any four cartridges. Oh right, I get you. Okay, so obviously if someone comes in and buys a red blue green, red blue green, uh, magenta, whatever they call it, oh, yeah, yellow, yeah, sorry, yellow black. and black. Um, so if they buy those four, you'll do them at the same price. You do the. That's a good idea. We always we stayed what stopped doing that because we'd always um, find that everyone wanted one specific color and we'd be left with the other ones sitting on the shelf going out of date or something daft like that. But it's now, an option. We do do it for if someone wants four blacks. Yeah, I'll charge them the 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 fee That's that I would for a regular mm-hmm. set of ink. I'll do that, but I don't mess about with the colors. Yeah, we, we don't mess about. Yeah. The other time, it's like, and again, I don't want again. I don't want this podcast to be doom and gloom. So like, mm-hmm. out of all these things, there can be opportunities. Like, if you look okay. at, if you look at the very start of the pandemic, yeah, the pandemic was, oh my God, look, this is all going to business is going to be this and that and that. And it was the people like, oh, the business owners who I saw out there who adapted. Like, we 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 got into a lot more of refer. Laptop sales, new laptop sales. Like we all did. We all went. Okay, we're not making money this way. We'll do it this way. So, like we're all business people. We're all entrepreneurs. We will think. You know, it's a heavy word to actually say because they're like, well, it's actually a difficult word to say as well. But if you get my meaning, like we're entrepreneurs, we can branch out into different. Like you know, if you like, I I, I always classify myself as not IT that. I'm a consultant. I can, you know, uh, we're not just there to fix the computers. Now, the consultant social media, we can save you money by bringing us into a meeting with your web designer because the web designer will be pulling out figures of this, this, and that, and you'll say, no, we need this, this. So, you know, you can mark yourself a consultant. I myself have to really up my game on SharePoint and uh, basically OneDrive because we do G Suite mostly down there. I need to branch out. This is going to give me time. So there's no way I'm going to sit down and kind of go, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Um, I remember, always remember asking my dad uh, about the recession in 2008. And he's going, he said, uh, the son, whatever. He said, oh, um, my favorite son. He has only one son. He said, you know something? He said, this is not my first recession. He said, it's not, you know. And this we, we, we all play through. It's just an opportunity to, you know, diversify. And uh, come up with something else as well. We're not going to make money, much money on sales, but we can do it for other matters. We can come in and kind of consult of how your business can save money by doing this, 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 or that. You know, I know that's where I'm looking at it anyway. Like, 
That sounds pretty good to me, Colmack. Um, yeah, all doom and gloom. Uh, doom and gloom. It can be, to be honest, when we have shows like this. But there are advantages to take out of it. Think of one advantage. If prices of electricity are going up and this, that, and the other, people are looking to save money. Sometimes you have to pay money to save money. But you just thought about offering energy-efficient computers. There or even go. advertising. Did you know your old computer, your desktop computer, uses two, 300 watts of power? New laptops use 45 watts or less in some cases. So that's a selling point there. So yeah, you like can... That the last brilliant, eh? Yeah, you well, can use it. About power supplies that are more green mm. than the old ones. Yeah, no, you, you've got different types of power supplies for computers. So if you're selling like gaming computers and the parents are worried about the prices, there are different types of power supplies. So you get your bulk standard ones, which don't have a rating. Then you've got 80 plus. Uh, you've got white, bronze, silver, gold, platinum. Basically, the more expensive it sounds, the more energy efficient it actually is. So it uses less power, or should I say, it wastes less power. So obviously, it doesn't need to use as much and saves money in the long run. Obviously, when someone's got a gaming PC with a 1,000-watt power supply in there with a top-end processor, CPU, um, and graphics card, uh, you can get easily up to that 1,000 mark, to be honest, especially if you've got something like uh, uh, the new Intel 12th Gen i799s with a, a GeForce 3080 or 3090. You are getting close to that 1,000-watt mark, believe it or not, especially with every, all the extras you've probably got on top as well. So uh, having a difference between a non-branded um, non or non-rated power supply and, say, a gold or a platinum, um, can be sometimes 20 or 30% difference in power efficiency. So it can make a difference. Don't get me wrong, it'll probably take a couple of years to pay off the difference in price, but as prices go up, the more and more you're going to be saving, to be honest, or they're going to be well, saving. They also did tend, tend there, because your idea there was brilliant, but the idea really was, actually, but the other idea is that, like, when, we'll say the school term is starting, they will, people will still have to buy computers, so maybe go for the cheaper option, tell them about Chromebooks, or they will, first thing what they will say is, look, we don't want to buy a new wacky app refer. Or the other thing is, this is an even more of an idea to have to push, you know, something. Why don't you just let us look at your old computer? We put an SSD in there and see where we go. Like SSDs are nice profit. Like. They're nice profit. They're easy jobs and they're nice profit. Like, you know? It also gives the customer luck. They're not spending five, six hundred quid. They're spending two hundred quid, whatever they are. It's giving that to them, you know. This, you know, to make it here. I think. Yeah, definitely agree. Agree there. So, um, so yeah, it's not always finding the negatives. Sometimes there are positives. Um, so also other things, good ways. Um, of getting positives out of this is I've found that it's easier to sell um, the maintenance contracts we do or maintenance, whatever you want to do, do. But basically, it's a contract we have with a customer, home customers as well as businesses, that where they're wanting to spread the price out over time. So I'm not saying they buy a computer and pay a five or a month. What I'm saying is they actually, rather than... Uh, paying £60 for you to come out or whatever it may be, uh, and then £30 for the security, and then another £30, £40 for the online backup or whatever it is, is you just charge them basically a set price every month, let's say £10, £15 or something. doesn't sound a lot. adds up over a year, though, um, but it saves them money in the short term. And an ideal way of doing that is when you go out to see the customer or whatever is say, right, I should be charging you 120 quid right now for all this. How about I don't charge you that 120 quid? I set you directly up now on a contract and it's only going to cost you £12 a month or whatever it may be. And then if you've got any questions, you can give us a call. You can include call outs on that if you want, and depending on your pricing, remote support, phone support, and so forth. So it's an That's ideal cool. time to get people on contracts. It's not that you're ripping them off, um, it's a good time to actually get um, them to save money in a sense because obviously these contracts contracts do usually save the customer money in a lot of cases um, but it's also spreading the cost which is what a lot of people need and another moment. thing another thing they do let's just say that tomorrow uh, after phil had been there the computer went south should we say for another matter 
that wasn't covered by his previous work, Power Supply Blue. Well, if they are on that contract, they only pay for parts, not labor. So they're actually saving by having that. It's that little peace of mind that they don't have to come up with money for each time that he comes out there as much as it would be. So I'm going to say a lot of people look at MSPs, so that's managed service providers, as sometimes a different type of thing as a repair shop. You can easily implement that sort of thing into your business. So you can easily do it. Uh, and it'll save you save save money basically also things like um security you can get so let's just say norton for example who used to be bull guard you can get a renewal um get a revenue share with that so if you sell that to a customer uh after a year they don't get it from you they buy it online you get 25 percent of that profit um or you can go down the route of what we're doing as well is using mzsoft mm. which we can sell on a monthly basis so uh, we get charged again. This this is a rough price, not official, but I think it's around like around about a dollar ish or whatever uh, a month. Um, so what seventy five p eighty p or something like that. Yeah. Um, it costs us, and then we can sell it to the customer three four pounds a month. Um, whatever you want, really, you can sell it for. Yeah, that's and once it's on the machine, you don't have to worry about renewing it then, because it, it just keeps coming in every month, in and out. Mm-hmm. We're we're all this is our first year now of next month of that coming that side of the business coming in. To be honest, I don't know where people are going with Norton for twenty five percent. That's I don't want that when you can make more off twenty five percent. No, not 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 good enough. You should be making fifty, you know, to seventy five percent. Really, it's 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 not to me. That's that's throw money away. Um, but I'll see. I'll report in how 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 that that goes for us. But yeah, that that is um. That it that that is a, a revenue stream there. Reselling cow backup. We went through all these things in 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 the show. But I don't know. Look, what other like then like you could see. Look, if if they wore in fast, that's going to give the the place a lift, as in the energy prices and and and, and all that. And uh, so yeah, it's 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 interesting. But I think you know the theme of this was. One of the signs on the street, the signs on the street appears to be uh, that there's just not that much money around to spend at the moment, you know? A sort of a do- do- double-edged sword sort of thing. You've not only you've got more cost yourself, you've also got less work coming in as well, obviously, with the energy. Um, let us know in chat if anyone has had um, energy increases and how much extra it's going to cost you, um, because uh, uh, I'm pretty sure... Uh, a few of you are going to be paying quite a bit extra. Um, and again, with us having stores, for example, us, we've got usually a computer on, uh, or at least one computer on display. We've got the main um, till system, and then we've got laptops on display, and so for all running, sucking up power, uh, display lights, and all our testing equipment and stuff, it all adds up in power. So let I'm us know what some prices. I'm cutting overhead, though. Um, I used to turn on the laptops that are for sale. And now only when someone comes in and is interested in it. I mean, that's, you may say, well, that sounds tight. Uh, you know, but no, uh, I'm, I'm saving power by doing that. It may be only a little bit, but if I've got 10 laptops going at one time, you see, it seems like adds up. And uh, even even the custom builder in the store, uh, I will turn it off if I think that, you know, no one is going to be around like a horrible day outside. Usually the people in our area won't come out on a horrible day. So I'll just turn the custom builder off and save that energy. And if they want to come in and use it, well, then it won't take but a minute to turn it on. Turn it off when they leave. Um it's, it's simple things like that that I'm having to do to cut my overhead. It's it's not be wasteful. The key is, is don't be wasteful. Yeah, I must agree. What about there's, there's two things there in the comment section. I like uh, Carl's one about uh, people putting that they're putting in the electronics, uh, uh, the, the smart tech, but not changing the behaviors. I think we have all learned that we have to change the behaviors. How are people finding prices to buy laptops? Uh, have you found that they're coming down? How are you at? 
we don't generally buy laptops to be honest refurbished ones so we generally nowadays aim mainly for new we may have one or two refurbs we've done ourselves. we just generally stick a new drive in get their drive refurbished uh, not refurbished we sell the drive off to uh, <laughs> sam mcnally at alm or whatever the other business is where he buys all your whole hard drives and stuff yeah. obviously he goes through and does that? I think you made a few quid off of that a few yeah, weeks yeah, ago, yeah, didn't yeah. you? Delighted. We have to give him a shout out of that one. Delighted yeah. that 200, 230 odd quid. To be honest, the hard drives, the hard drives, I, I, what, I didn't know what to do with them. I was like, oh no, I have to wipe every single one of them before I do something. I have to drill them. I have to do a nuclear explosion. I have to do something to get rid of them. And uh, next minute I got paid for it. So I'm bloody happy with that. Yeah. You know, you know yeah, saving we were, uh... money. Saving money isn't limited to your shop. Uh, you can save money by doing just little things at home, you know. Uh, my, my dad, he was very conservative. And I would leave out of my room and he'd say, why is the light on in your bedroom if you're not in there? And I, he would march me back in there and make me turn it off. And when I grumbled, he'd say, well, look, when you get grown, you can pay the power bill at your house, and I'll leave the lights on for you. <laughs> There's a point as well, like to be fair. Yeah. Oh. And and people that have hobbies, like Phil has an aquarium downstairs. He has yeah, that like timer like... for the lights to be on, and then a, a timer for them to be off. So that helps out in electric. This a lot of little things that you can do if you sit down and think about it to save money on, on costs. There is uh, de definitely true there. Right, we're getting through to the nearly the last 10 minutes of the show, guys. So if you have got any more statements or questions or anything, just send them through. But one thing, um, obviously, a lot of people, a lot of people out there are worried about it, and they don't realize that, um, obviously, they're worried about the house bills. We've got to worry about our house bills as well, as well as our business bills, especially if you've got two separate premises. We've got three. Um, so we've got the Tech for Tech studio, which I'm not in at the moment. I'm actually in my home office. Um, we've got the home, and then we've got our retail business as well. So we've got three lots of bills to pay, um, So which obviously adds up. So um, it's something what most home Can users you, owners only have. Because you're using your home office back there, can you not put some of that through your business? Probably could. Um, I think we um, I've looked at that uh, in the past, but um, you have to use run certain amount of the business at your home. But because we've got a separate premises, I don't think it actually allows us to do that. It would be hard to prove what was actually business and what was actually for us, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so this uh, office, for example, I use for personal stuff as well as business. You see, so it'd be it'd be difficult to uh, find the split. So you'd probably find someone in the chat now who will say, "Oh, yeah, you can explain for what." England and London is famous for being a tax haven, lads. You know, mm -hmm. in all fairness, you wash more money than anything else. I'm sorry, you'll figure this. And I, <laughs> yeah. I have to pay not only tax in the UK, I've got to pay it in America too. Oh, but can't you become, what's uh, what's your financial, uh, what's your uh, dom status? Can't you do that? What does your, uh, your uh, minister... Because I have dual citizenship. A dom? What do you call that when you can, what was your, uh, your, 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 um, yeah. Right hand man, your your financial guy's wife was able to pay pay Dom status. Am I losing it there? Where's you? Not sure what you're about. <laughs> Someone in the chat knows what I'm like. Oh, I'm not um, oh. Come on, baby. Appreciate that. No, um, I, I can't. <laughs> I, I've got to um pay both because um dual citizenship and all of that and uh. Yeah. I claim residents also. No, I was only now. joking anyway, Jen. Don't worry about it, Dirt. Yeah, it's not. Well, it's it's a weird one. You, if you basically, if you're in the UK, you got to pay UK taxes, and if you're an American citizen, you do have to pay American taxes. But there is like a cut off sort of thing. So she's allowed to earn certain certain amount over here before um, you pay in the states. But you, even if you're not under that deadline uh, that level, you still 
to have to fill out all the paperwork. So just imagine doing all your tax twice. Ladies and gentlemen, missing the biggest, the biggest opportunity is that biggest opportunity is that we're all going to take Max next That's month. Right, we're going and to take there. We're all going to meet up and hatch a cutting plan with all our new contacts, and we'll become so rich. No, but that's that's that. Can I get a hill? Yeah. Yeah, like well, Tech Max, and I'm not talking. I'm deadly serious. And this Tech Max going to that is an opportunity to make contacts to see chats. There's people going to sell. There's people going to buy. We are all going down with the idea of how do we make money out of this. And there's going to be brains and brains in this. In this, going to be some contacts where you can go and it tech max and uh, tech max couldn't have been coming at a better time, really. It'll give and us we a couldn't do it, and we couldn't do it without the likes of CMS and Aerocool, Tinder, and ZXT. You know, NZXT is paying for you guys to have a, a free bar on the night up to ten o'clock. So you owe them a world of thanks, and then Tinder's going to be feeding you, and you got Aerocool and CMS who's yeah. covering uh, all almost all the rest of the bills. You know, I mean they're they are yeah. really putting forth a whole lot to bring you uh, Tech Max because, like I said, if you were depending on my poor pockets alone, well then you probably have maybe a, a pub down the street and maybe one beer each. <laughs> yeah. yeah, organizing an event like this isn't cheap. If anyone's ever organized a wedding, they'll probably know how much food costs. Just imagine having to supply food to 500 people for one meal and then the evening meal for another 180. You'll soon figure out how much the costs add up. But, uh, but right, so just to clarify what Cormac was saying as well about the event, it's not next month, it's in two months. It's in oh, June. Yeah. <laughs> so well, don't turn up next month Friday. because we're not there. <laughs> I just hang around. I just hang around that Sheffield uh, church. I go to one drop again. Just to go through um, pricing on some things. Um, a few people I've seen have said the prices are going up by a certain amount every month. Um, what I've averaged it out of was about £200 a month extra it's costing people. Obviously, this doesn't have taken the fact that if you're getting less customers, but it's something for you to probably calculate. So, obviously, if you're basically having to pay £200 more for your electricity, gas every month, that's £2,400 a year. So, obviously, that sounds like a lot of money. Uh, but let's say your business is open six days a week, uh, 312 days, that isn't in a year. So if you average that out for a day, that's £7.69 a day. And let's just say you do free jobs or sales a day. That means it's costing you an extra £2.56 per job a day. So you basically got to basically figure out, obviously, how much um, many sales or whatever, or how much price you've got to put on things. So if you put all your jobs up by £5, you cover that by, obviously, an extra £2-odd, uh, £2.44. One thing to bear in mind, obviously, if you've only got half the trade coming in, then obviously you're going to have to obviously increase that even more so. So you've really got to know your numbers. But one thing it's always good to know, and a lot of people laugh when you know numbers and know all these uh, bits, is you need to know for running your business. If you don't know how much it costs you to do a job, you don't know how much profit you're making, and you don't know how much you should be charging people because you'd be surprised how many people out there are saying, oh, yeah, we only charge 30 quid to do this. And I think by the time you've had all your taxes in, your costs of doing it and everything like that, you're probably making pound fifty. You'd make more money going down to some corner shop somewhere where they don't put you on the books but getting paid a pound an hour. Um, so just make sure you do know your numbers. It's one of the worst things I see with a lot of people that just don't know what they are. Another way to cut corners, I mean, cut corners, save money um, without cutting corners is this. Uh, people that have call-outs, um, I don't know who does your booking system for you, but if you can plan ahead your day, let's just say that a customer calls you, they live relatively close to you. If you can plan that like at the end of the day, make it your last stop you don't have to ride all over creation and waste petrol go you know going all about kind of plan your route 
if if it's going to be one of those customers that's close to your shop, well, then you could do it on the way to work and, and stuff like that. I plan Phil's yeah. day like that, where he has less back and forth travels. And uh, I, he he probably doesn't even know that I do that, but I do. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know it's <laughs> And even other things as well, where you can save money. Rather than go, if especially if you do a call-out service or even work in a shop, is if, well, you don't take any food with you. It means you've got to go buy food from somewhere. So that means you're eating from a takeaway or you go into the corner shop's buying all. Get, make yourself a packed lunch. It'll probably cost yeah. you a pound for a pack, to make yourself a packed pack lunch rather than spending a tenner. Um, you had that up over a year. That's hell of a lot more than your electricity. Um, so just uh, um, just think of things like that. So, right, let's do final thoughts before we um, call it quits for the night. So anything you'd like to add on, Cormac? Nothing besides talk to your accountant, see what he can do. And the other thing is don't remain negative. This is an opportunity and it will be an opportunity. And there is money to be made. And we're in a very, very, very good career because people need their computers, you know? So we'll be grand. We'll be grand. Let's. So don't want anyone getting uh, depressed about this sort of thing. We're going to be grand, lad, yeah. and that's it. It's not worth it. No. Yeah. Um, what about yourself, Jen? Any final thoughts on that one? Uh, my final thoughts are not on this subject, but uh, I do have some final thoughts on something else. Go over to um, the TechMax website. Bill, put that up there for us, please. And uh, be sure to book in. Get your ticket now. Don't leave it to the last minute because we, we don't have that many tickets left. And this is the daytime ticket only because nighttime is sold out. But be sure to join us at Bramble Lane on the 24th of June. Right. Thank you very much for that, guys. And just as the final thoughts, again, as Cormac says, not all doom and goo, gloom. You it, Obviously, you do have positives to it you've got probably more free time which means you can plan your marketing forward for the summer for when kids go back to school for even christmas or easter next year if you really wanted to so just make sure you use your time just don't go onto facebook and look at lots of cat pictures or go onto tiktok and watch cormac dancing you don't want to waste your time doing that Always think of positives out of it. I uh, know it's hard when you're low on cash, you've not got money coming in. I've been there, done that many a times. Um, have people chasing you for money. It's not easy. But if you can weather it out, try and think of positive things you can actually do. So obviously, as we said, just one idea what's just come up, uh, I thought in the show while we're going about prices, as we said, was obviously offering um, things what use less power. So a PC what uses less power, which will save money for the customers. Market it, sell it. Um, it's going to save you X, Y, Z. Work it out how much it's going to um, how much it's going to save the customer every year. Um, and say, let's just say you work out it's going to over four years, it's going to basically save them the price of the laptop they bought. Then you could say you practically over four years you're getting a free free laptop with the amount of energy yeah. you're saving or something along that lines, right? Otherwise, um, we're going to end it there, I think. So, just one last thing, though. Sometimes you just have to get a better relationship with distributors and vendors to get cheap Absolutely. a bit. So, one thing I would recommend is getting in contact with them. And a bit of a plug here is. For £1, you can come to TechMax 2022 and meet most of them all under one roof. And uh, trust me, they're wanting your trade. So you you are the ones who have got the bargaining chips because they want you to spend money with them. So obviously, talk to them. Obviously, they want and, you to win your trade over. And I've got a list a mile long of distributors alone that will be there, not including vendors like the likes of gigabyte and nzxt so forth i mean cms vip target the works the works i mean there's a list like this that i've got in my notebook of distributors that will be there if yeah you know, maybe top, don't pick that, will be there. so you know we can uh, <laughs> we can we can do that too. 
We, we should be all right. Right, guys, we're going to have a show next week at 8 o'clock. We're going to talk more about Tech Max. We're going to tell you about what sort of food's going to be available, if it's going to be posh nosh or actually proper food, what everyone can eat. Uh, we're going to talk about who's coming, everything like that. There's plenty of vendors and distributors. And to leave you at it, we'll say goodnight for now, and I'll leave you with this little video. So goodnight, everyone. Thanks for watching. can you go and meet hundreds of people just like you strengthen existing relationships and forge new ones with vendors and distributors and meet some of the biggest names in the industry where you can go and see the newest tech and services that you need to make your it business grow where there'll be thousands of pounds worth of prizes up for grabs and what's more you get all that for a quid Tech Max 2022 will be on the 24th of June at Bramwell Lane, the Sheffield United Football Stadium in Sheffield. There will be around 50 different brands available for you to meet and up to 500 other techs just like you. Get registered now at techmax2022.co.uk.